If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up, a piece published by DenverHerald.net, written by Bob Woolley. Horns honked and drivers waved in solidarity as hundreds gathered at the state capitol in Denver on June 27. The crowd was there to rally in support of reproductive rights after a recent ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in the case of Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. The Dobbs decision upheld a Mississippi state law banning abortions after 15 weeks. In doing so, it opened the door to the reversal of both Roe v. Wade, the landmark 1973 case establishing a constitutional right to abortion, and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, a 1992 decision reaffirming that right. Demonstrators of all ages and genders carried signs, chanted slogans, and marched from the Capitol through parts of central Denver. Police shut down roads, including North Broadway, to allow the peaceful crowd to demonstrate. The event was the third protest around abortion access since the controversial Dobbs ruling was announced on June 24. A study by research and policy organization the Guttmacher Institute claims that at least 26 states are certain or likely to ban abortion in the wake of the reversal of Roe v. Wade. In Colorado, abortion will remain legal, barring federal legislation or a change in state law. Mary Jane Chavez, who came to the Capitol with her daughter, said she's worried the Supreme Court may soon target other individual liberty rights, like same-sex marriage, widely held to be granted under the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. Next up, a piece published at brproud.com, written by Jacqueline Kissich. A group of over 50 protesters stood outside the Louisiana State Capitol Wednesday as they geared up to march to the governor's mansion. Standing on the state capitol building steps, many of the protesters yelled, My body, my choice, over and over again. The overturning of Roe v. Wade has caused a lot of problems for women seeking abortion care, said protester Casey Carr. A group of pro-abortion rights protesters feel lost after the landmark ruling was overturned. It's a sad day for a lot of people, but if they can infringe upon this right, God knows what's next, asked community organizer from Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast, Jaramisha Warner. It says, I've had a heartbeat for 24 years. Why won't you protect me? You know, I've been on this earth for 24 years and my rights are being stripped, said another protester, Megan Gaddy. Protesters, male and female, from all different social and economic backgrounds, said that they united under one message. Church and state should be separate, and I think that we're moving in the wrong direction, said protester Nicholas Ferrari. While the protesters believe they are heading in the wrong direction, some say it's a bonding experience. I hate to bond over trauma, but I think we're having a collective trauma session, said Warner. The protest organizers, Unity Rouge, said they wanted someone specific to hear them. That person is Governor John Bell Edwards. The group of protesters marched from the Louisiana State Capitol steps to the governor's mansion. 
The abortion clinic out of Baton Rouge, Delta Clinic, has created a GoFundMe to help support staff. And next we go to a piece published at WJHL.com, written by John Jenko. Just one day after a federal judge allowed Tennessee's six-week heartbeat abortion plan to become law, hundreds took to downtown Johnson City to protest Wednesday night. Organizers called the event the East Tennessee March for Abortion and Health Care. One of the organizers, who did not wish to be named, said the protest is meant to show the voices of those supporting abortion rights in East Tennessee will not go silently. Abortion is health care. We want to separate the church and the state. We don't believe they belong together when making laws. We want justice from our Supreme Court, said the organizer. The event drew hundreds of people to Founders Park. Then organizers led a march to the ETSU mini-dome and back. This is my first time coming to something like this, and I think the biggest thing is showing people that they are not alone, said protester Brian Campbell. With the heartbeat bill now in effect, Tennessee's trigger law, the full ban on abortions, will start in less than a month. Some voice their fear for the future of women's health. Quote, Women could lose their lives due to having pregnancies that are harmful to them, said one protester. It's a preventative measure for mental health crisis for women who are forced upon by a man. Along the march, some volunteers passed out water to protesters in the hot evening sun. Lauren Chapman said it was a different way he could support the cause. I've seen people turn around before the march reaches its destination if they run out of water, so we're just trying to help out, Chapman said. The crowd was much bigger than anticipated for Chapman and organizers of the march. Chapman said he had to make multiple trips to a nearby gas station to supply enough water. We were expecting maybe a hundred people, Chapman said. We can't just let this sit on the books. You know, all these bad state laws all over the country that are just abusive of women. It's unacceptable. The march was organized by young women and the crowd was made up mostly of people under 30. It's our future we're looking for. We're the ones that are in need of reproductive rights for coming decades, the organizer said. And finally, for this episode, abortion rights aren't only limited and under attack here in the U.S., but also are oppressing women around the world. This piece is published at whio.com. Written by Kevin Shembry Orland. Abortion rights activists filed a legal protest in Malta's courts on Wednesday, demanding the legalization of abortion in the only European Union member where the procedure is criminalized. Toting banners reading, I decide, abortion is a woman's right, and abortion is health care, not a crime, the activists protested on the steps of Valletta's legal courts after filing the complaint. The petition by the Women's Rights Foundation names the Maltese Health Minister, Parliament Secretary for Equality and Reforms, and the state advocate in asserting that the country's absolute ban on abortion violates the fundamental human rights of Maltese women of childbearing age. The filing doesn't automatically lead to a court case, but the Women's Rights Foundation filed a judicial protest six years ago as part of an ultimately successful campaign to legalize emergency contraception, the overwhelmingly Roman Catholic, in the overwhelmingly Roman Catholic country. 
The activists said Wednesday that if there was no response to their initial judicial protest, they would launch a court case and would be prepared to take the matter to the European Court of Human Rights. Their case has been bolstered since the Council of Europe's Human Rights Commissioner recently found that Malta's blanket abortion ban puts the rights of its women, quote, at significant risk. We hope we will have a response from the respective ministries and the state, said Lara Dimitrijevic, founder and director of the Women's Rights Foundation, during Wednesday's protest. The Mediterranean island nation of Malta is one of the few Western states that has a total ban on abortion. After the Republic of San Marino decriminalized the procedure last year, and the overwhelmingly Catholic countries such as Ireland and Italy have legalized it. Poland recently introduced a near-total ban on abortions, but it doesn't foresee criminal charges against the women, although they can be filed against the doctor who performs one and others who assist her. The issue has grown more visible in Malta given reports that the U.S. Supreme Court could overturn the landmark decision that legalized abortions nationwide. Obviously, this piece was written before the decision came down. Activists in Malta filed a petition on behalf of 188 people who support abortion rights, including women who have had abortions abroad, been forced to carry unwanted pregnancies to term, or could get pregnant in the future and want the right to be able to terminate a pregnancy. At the protest, activists said the prohibition has had a direct impact on the quality of their lives. They said they are being discriminated against, forced to live in fear if they have had the procedure, and deprived of their fundamental right to medical care if they are denied it. Quote, Among us, there are persons who were raped or sexually abused and were terrified that a pregnancy would result from that abuse, knowing full well that instead of finding support, they would find condemnation if they had an abortion, activists said in a statement read aloud at the protest. Malta was criticized by the Council of Europe's Human Rights Commissioner, Dunja Mijadovic, over its abortion policy in February. Miadovic said that, quote, unimpeded access to sexual and reproductive health care is critical to preserving a woman's right to health and her right to be free from discrimination. Malta's blanket ban on abortions puts these rights at significant risk, she said. She, quote, strongly urged Maltese authorities to repeal provisions criminalizing abortion and to develop women's access to legal and safe abortion. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.